This is an Area Code podcast. This is All Alone, a podcast about life during a pandemic. The following entries were recorded the week of May 3rd. This is Kara. This is Becca. What is your relationship with COVID-19? I don't have it, but I work with patients who do. So, yeah, I feel like I need to be mindful about the fact that I could be a asymptomatic carrier. So I definitely have not really been seeing people except for my roommates and then a few people who've come to hang out on our back porch or that I've been able to go for walks with, but I've worn a mask and, you know, stayed away. And so, yeah, it's definitely changed my way, the way that I do community for sure. Cause I feel responsible and I feel like I need to be just mindful of my known exposures. So I think for me, because I live with you as a nurse, um, I'm definitely more careful than I would be if I lived alone or lived with people who aren't medical professionals. So that's probably actually for the best because (laughs) I probably would be a lot more, a lot less cautious, I should say. I do feel this is the first week where I feel like people are pretty starting to be more lenient. Even people, some of my friends are more strict, like even just more social interaction, people coming over, even if it's like staying outside and just like people who were more strict in the beginning are trying to like loosen up because realizing this is for the long haul. It's not like a one month hunker down thing. Hello, my name is Kenji. Do you remember when Facebook allowed people to list their relationship status as it's complicated? <laughs> you know, I, I don't think I have COVID. I'm not worried that I have it. Uh, I don't think I'm that worried, but I, I, I would love it if we had better testing capabilities, capacities, so that we really could know um, especially given that I work at the hospital. I am from the suburbs of Chicago. So I grew up with a lot of East Asian and white and white Jewish friends and people. And of those networks, there have been very few cases of folks who have gotten COVID. I have lived in Chicago, both in Hyde Park and in Chinatown for the past five years or so. and my social networks have shifted from the white place I grew up in to um, having a lot of folks of color in my social networks. And even just anecdotally, it's pretty staggering to see the racial disparities of COVID and how this is just devastating Black and Latinx communities in Chicago who already have such limited access to good health care, not to mention mental mental health care. It feels very, 
just like the stark disparities of this are on full display. Um, I know some people who don't know a soul who has it. I know some people who have lost half a dozen people already. What are you watching on TV or playing on your phone or reading that you would never have considered pre-pandemic? Would you recommend it to others? I could talk for like 10 hours about this. Um, I have simultaneously been very grateful with the opportunity to watch shows that I wanted are on my list. And also a lot of embarrassment about what I've been watching and being on my phone with and blah. So to quickly go through them, I've watched some really good things that I would recommend. We're unorthodox, The English Game, um, Waco, Mrs. America, very edifying shows. <laughs> and then we've also watched Trash, which I definitely would never have watched Too Hot to Handle if I didn't have like copious amounts of time <laughs> on my hands. That, one. That, that, one, that's a, that was trash. a low. That was a new that was a low. low. Yeah. And also Shit's Creek. Which I just was like, well, I need a new show. And, like, everyone's been recommending this. So, yeah. If I was in my social life and seminary zone, and I would not be watching that stuff. And then also probably because I have more time on my hands, I also am, like, doing the online dating thing like I mentioned earlier. I'm kind of slowing that down. Um, but, and then also I downloaded TikTok, which also because I have time. So, <laughs> I have since deleted TikTok, but... I enjoyed it for a week. So yes, I do recommend TikTok. I do not recommend online dating or uh, whatever else I said. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay, what I'm watching or reading that I wouldn't have considered pre-pandemic. Um, I'm playing a lot of video games, which I think I've played more video games this past month than I have in the past... 10 years um, and they're good. They're well-produced. They're really um, engaging. You know, my partner and I got a Nintendo switch. We've been playing a lot of animal crossing, which is this game where you like build a, you're on an Island and you build a little town with your friends and pay off debt and acquire furniture, you know, everything that we could be, that we could be doing right now, walking around outside, watering flowers, going to the beach. I don't think that this would have been so commercially successful or found such a, a special place in my or my wife's heart were it not for the pandemic circumstances happening. Um, I would recommend video games right now to others. It's actually been a fun way of staying in touch with friends. I think last week or the week before I shared how exhausted I am to catch up with friends on the phone. You know, I'm just tired of these, like, meetings. I think that's what it is. We didn't have meetings before. We just hung out, you know. But it's been really fun to have friends over on our island or to visit with them on theirs and to use video games as a way, you know, we'll call each other and talk as we're playing. It's not the kind of competitive um, shooter, you know, multiplayer games that I'm talking about. It's just this really slow-paced engaging way of spending time together in a virtual space. I really love that. Do you think things will go back to normal, quote-unquote? Mm, I think in healthcare, I'm pretty... I just think that we're in this for 
I'm going to be in this for a long time. And it's kind of discouraging to me because I was really enjoying my job before this. It's not that I don't like it now. It's just a lot more stressful or there's just a lot more layers to like physical and mental layers to work through. So I'm anticipating that I'll be wearing a mask at my job for, I don't know, this might change healthcare for long term. Like people just might always wear masks when they're in the hospital from now on. I don't know. And that's kind of sad to me. So yeah, and I don't anticipate that visitor restrictions will relax in the hospital very soon. I mean, they might become somewhat more lenient, but I don't anticipate that we'll ever go back to, oh yeah, your family and your kids and your grandparents can all come in and see you briefly while you're here. Like, I just don't think that's going to be happening for a long time. I've just thought about how modern nursing is being shaped by this pretty drastically and just how our work as caregivers is, it just really is changed when you have so many layers, even like on your face or you're, you're trying to protect yourself ahead of your patient. You know, we're so used to like just doing whatever it takes to take care of our patients and not that we don't take care of ourselves, but there is an element of sacrifice. Um, I think in the last couple of weeks I've started thinking about, wow, this is going to like permanently change society for maybe not just like three months, six months, but like 18 months, couple years. But I would like to be able to hang out with my friends in my living room next winter. That would be really nice. Mm -hmm. And I would like to be able to go back to church without wearing masks <laughs> and being able to hug my friends and my just random people. And I would like to be with my grandparents and my parents and not have to worry about their health. So yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> I'm afraid that they will go back to normal in the sense of we were all living in this system that was working for such a small amount of people and it was just grinding into dust so many others. Well, maybe there's this middle chunk that's just hanging on by the fingernails. And on the surface, it looked fine. Like movies are still coming out. TV shows are being produced. Like plays, restaurants are open, but scratching just underneath that was this like subterranean space of really hard stuff going on for people. And I think this pandemic has exposed to some degree how unworkable this present situation uh, is and has been. I am afraid. I am afraid every time I see a cleverly produced slick ad by a company that I resent about, you know, it'll use the phrase, this uncertain times, these uncertain times in which, and, 
it'll tap into some deep well of of pride and I don't know I feel like I feel like things are already pivoting so quickly to be able to continue to reproduce inequality in this new way and I am afraid though that people and I already see it there's so many people outside I'm afraid that people have lost the fear already I think some fear is probably good Even today our friend is in labor and normally it's like I'd probably go to the hospital to see you. We were talking about that earlier. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to be happening. We also canceled her baby shower and did it online or we did like a Zoom call. Our friend Sarah is getting married at the end of the month and both of us are in the wedding. And so that wedding is like going to be totally different. It's just basically going to be a family and maybe the bridal party ceremony which I'm really glad that they're doing. I'm really thankful that they're going ahead and getting married and starting their new life together. But it has been really sad because basically all the festivities around her wedding, the bachelorette party, multiple bridal showers, everything have been canceled. So, I feel bad for her. It makes me sad. Sarah's wedding is just really sad. It's the third wedding or second wedding that I was supposed to attend during the season. I've just been writing. I've wrote like three wedding cards. Yeah, there were three weddings and each one of them I was just thinking like if you've been through this and you made it out on the other end, (laughs) like you're gonna be good. It's only uphill from here. All Alone is created and hosted by me, Morgan Lee. It's produced by Richard Clark, Sarah Cameron, and myself. All Alone is a useful group podcast. For more information or to join us, please send us an email at coronavirusdiaries at gmail.com. To stay updated about this project, please visit us on social media. We're at All Alone Pod on Instagram and Twitter. This is an area code podcast.